Welcome to For What It's Worth, an introduction and immersion into the furry fandom. Usually, I say something witty here about those two fools, Rue and Tugs, but today, I'm not. Today, I have a single word for you. Bees! <laughs> bees! Oh, loudy bees! Okay, seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What? You guys are fucking insane. <laughs> well, welcome to For What It's Worth. This we should is... make that into a sound effect. Bees! bees. <laughs> As Oprah's saying. Yeah, anyway, you, you were doing something. Yes. It is season three, episode 16? Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> what? Why are we doing Pirates of the Caribbean? That's just the episode title. Keep going. Okay. All right. It says see topic above. The topic is a mashup topic. Art and international furries. We'll you're get to that later. You're so strange sometimes, Tug. Why? You just are. It makes sense. You don't make sense in a bit. Just okay. Move, move forward. Go ahead. Go ahead and do what? Tell me about my week. Oh yeah. Tell us. <laughs> How are things going, Tugs? I am going. We to want con. to know. <laughs> not really. I will be tomorrow. <laughs> We're recording this on a weird day. It's not. It's not a normal recording day. No, it really isn't. It's a Monday. I know. Tugs. Ah. What? Talking to the microphone. I love the microphone. Well, then why were you like? Okay, you don't talk out of your ear. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here, hold on. Is that better? There. Yes. I am talking into the microphone. So, no. Um, I'm not married anymore, but I'm married. Depends <laughs> on how you look at it and who you are. You're married, but yet you're not. I know, right? Isn't yeah. that awesome? Uh, it's douchey, and the governor needs to stop. Yeah, well. <sighs> yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't know what I've been up to. I was when I was writing the notes, I was like, "What have I been up to?" And it's just like getting ready for con. At least you don't live in Nigeria. Why? Because they just passed another um, a new law just today, like a few minutes ago. Like you're like connected to like two a.m. I, I kind of actually am. It's <clears throat> like anything like gay marriage is like ah, it pops up. No, what happened? Kidding. Oh, they ended up passing a law that. Um, Anybody that is gay cannot um, meet together. They they can't have group organizations. They can't meet together or anything like that. It's already against the law in that particular area to have um, sexual relations with a guy. But it's just more or less that this is something that's on top of it. You get 15 years in prison if you go to a gay club or if you own a gay club or... If you, like, have a group of gay friends and you're getting together, you're going to go to prison for 15 years. I would, I'm not going to delve into this other than to say there is a lot of historical irony right there. Why? Just think about history, Nigeria, the entire continent. And how they... Yeah, so let's slaves. move on. <laughs> and how everybody's now, like, leaving. Like, people are trying to... Because they're kind of scared for their life. Yeah, be there. well, anyway. Understand. What have you Anyways, been up to? So, I have been up to stuff. No, I've... <laughs> I have been going out fursuiting. I went fursuiting this weekend. Yeah, it was fun. I just went out and played with cows. What the hell? I went out and played with cows. That makes me... That sounds bad. No. no. You're, all, you're all under the cow... <laughs> No, the cows were like in the distance. It was just like, I just had my head on, that's it. There's no playing with cows if the cows are in the distance. Where do the cows come into the picture? I, we were looking for a place to fursuit. Who's we? Um, we had a friend from um, Idaho that came down, um, Coyote Dash, and um, J.H. Wolf came down. And you went out into random fields in California? They wanted to go to the Great Salt Lake. What? I, I don't know. It's just something that they wanted to do, so. Okay. They wanted to take some pictures next to the lake, so. With cows in the distance. With, Were they well, in the water? We figured we went all yeah. the way out there that we should, the gate was closed to that area, so we were like, we went all the way out there, Where'd let's take a picture with cows. Where'd you go? It's by the airport. 
type <clears throat> thing. The lake's not by the airport. Whatever. <laughs> I'm really confused. Are you talking about by the Saltaire? I don't know. We were just following them. I don't know where we were completely. <laughs> I just drove okay. to some random puddle somewhere with cows and took fursuit photos. Oh, and the most important thing that happened this weekend is I ate cookies this weekend. So that was pretty important. <laughs> Do we have a button for that now? Really? Yeah. Every time that I say no, cookies? No, no, oh, Come on. No, that would no, be awesome. No, no, Why can't I have good things in my life? Um, because you touch yourself at night. Thanks, Tugs. Hey, hey, hey! It's Rue's turkey time! You gonna bite it? Yes, of course! <laughs> the cats are going nuts! Alright. We're gonna be here for the rest of the episode, and it's just gonna be this. Okay, alright, here we go. Watch what you wish for. You are about to receive it. In bed with a cookie. That's really good. <laughs> I like that. That was a good pick. So today we're going to be talking about sex. On The Real Show, we're going to be talking about two different topics. It's a mashup, which we've never done before. So we're going to have International Furries, which is this part, and then later on in the show we'll have art. Part Yay! two. So, so we have our great guest. Who's come all the way up here just for this. Yes. Just for the show, nothing else. And it is Lil Chew. Do you, does it bug you that I mess up your name every single time? It doesn't bug me. However, you're the only one that says it that way. Really? Yeah. I just think Little Chew... But no, it's not that. It's not Pichu. <laughs> oh, not Pichu? No. No. Oh. I'm I the third stage. Raichu. And then there's Raichu Plus. I don't know. Is there a mega evolution of Raichu? No. Do you wish not there yet. was? Yet. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on how it looks. I'm surprised they didn't do like an ultimate like evolution or something. It's going to be like, I don't know, like a silver Pikachu or something. Okay. You're just getting silly now. Ask the next question. <laughs> ah, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> like after fi- talking to five minutes with me, who are you? Yes, who are you? <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Well, basically, I'm from the Dominican Republic in the Caribbean Sea. I'm an anthropomorphic Raichu. Okay. Are Raichus anthropomorphic anyway? No, because anthro means having human features. Raichu is just a Pokemon mouse thingy. Okay. I, I, just because he walked around bipedally, I think it's because I think that. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that we were going to have a Pokemon fur, furry on our show. Pokemon. You are our first Pokemon furry. Yeah. This is our first one. Like, we have, like, questions that we should be asking him. We'll start now. Okay. <laughs> no, that's completely off topic, but what? Ask, you get one. Oh, okay. Um, so, why do you relate to a Pokemon? And it's Pokemon. Say it right, bitch. It's not a cafe. It's not a cafe. It's a cafe. Whatever, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Pokemon. There. I don't know. Basically, I really liked the show since it started, and I've liked that Pokemon ever since the 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 Thunder Badge episode. Is that the one where Ash lost really, really badly? Mm-hmm. And then Pikachu was like, "I ain't doing drugs." <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Seriously. I think I have that on DVD in the cabinet. No, I don't. It should be a VHS, actually, not a DVD. No, they have them all on on DVD now. If you say so. Yeah, I have them down there. So, with you being a Pokemon, do you go around and just say Raichu all the time? (laughs) (laughs) The funny part, I tend to say Chew a lot. Chew? Yeah. Yeah, The Chew part, I tend to say it. But more like a sigh sometimes. He says chew. So a why lot. do you think that Pokemon um, do that? Like God knows. <laughs> God knows. Arceus knows. Tugs knows. Because he is God. 
No, God is our sound producer when Corey's gone and we're at con. He's not with us today. Oh, okay. oh wow. Yeah, we have the real sound the sound tech over here. So how many number of cons have you gone to? Zero. Okay. He's gone to a donut's <clears throat> worth of cons. A donut. So I heard from a little bird. Twitter. Which bird is the word? Twitter. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I heard that you are going to FC. Yep. So are you excited for your very, very first con? It's a mix of feelings. I'm really excited, sort of nervous, and never been to any kind of activity like this. Hmm. <laughs> it's FC. <laughs> what have you gotten him into? You're like going to destroy his innocent little heart. Oh, trust me. He's not innocent. <laughs> Just oh, my. <laughs> so, um, so what do you do? Yeah, Basically, I graduated from my advertisement. I used to work in that. And then my work was treating me like a bitch. And I quit. And now I do commissions for a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. So um, so what, you, what got you into drawing? Basically, I've drawn all my life. But 10 years ago, I decided like... Well, I've always liked cartoons. Ever since a kid, growing up, I just never stopped watching them. So, basically, I started drawing and then just focused more on it. Because I, since I've always drawn it, now, 10 years ago, I decided to start like creating my own character and then just go there. When did Furry come into the picture? A few years from my, since I started. Because I never noticed it like a thing itself. I just... Always started with my anthropomorphic Raichu, and then years later, even though I didn't know what it was, I was one. In 2010, how long have you been in the fandom? Forever. He's, he's flailing. Flail math. <laughs> Flail math is happening. <laughs> Basically, you could say forever, since my family is, we're dog breeders, same as my mother and brother, they're veterinarians. So we've always been with animals, and we've, we've liked everything. So basically, my family is a furry, and they don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> when did you actually, though, like, where did you find the fandom? The fandom actually find me, I think. <laughs> hey! Like, hi, we're a thing. <laughs> really? So, so tell us about the local scene, then. So you, you're, you're in the Dominican Republic, so the rest of the people who don't know what geography is like... It's down past Cuba. It is not on the other side of the planet. It's between it's like, Cuba and Puerto Rico, people. Isn't that by Wichita, Kansas? Yeah. What's What's the community like? Is there an active community of furries down there? No. No? Period. No, no nothing? <laughs> no nothing. So how oh. how has that made your... How do you think that's made your furry experience different? I mean, maybe you can't answer it until you go to con, but... Yeah, I've never gone to a con, so I don't know what experience to experience that. Is it just a bunch of people in windows then that act like animals for you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so most of your experience has been online. Yeah, basically just watching people going, the pictures, hearing the podcasts like yours, and basically that's it. I've never experienced it live to know what, what it is. Well, you're going to be in for a treat. Yay! You'll <laughs> <laughs> be at the live show, although this will come out after the live show. Yeah. I was going to say, you could tease him. Oh, my. Oh, my, my, my. So, so <laughs> yeah, there, you have, you have a, there's an artist friend that you have down there, isn't there? Or that you know of that's going to be at FC? I thought it was someone that you knew down there. No. Mm. She's from the United States, but she's Dominican. Oh, I see. So, related by origin. Yeah. I gotcha. So, do you know of any, like, local... Things that are around your surrounding area, like there's just nothing, nothing at all. Have you tried looking or? I tried searching, just find a few things. They just have like furry characters, but they are not that much into the furry thing completely. Is it? Is there a social stigma or it's just, this just how it is? Basically, just, just how it is. So in other words, it's a hobby to them instead of a It's lifestyle. more a hobby. They draw, they, they have a character, and that's it. It doesn't mean... They don't have, like, a deep connection, I suppose. Do you feel you have a deeper connection than they do, then? 
I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he has so many unknowns. I love it. So tell us about, I mean, this is your first time visiting, right? Well, visiting this part of the U.S., yes. Oh, so you have visited U.S. before. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you, were, you weren't visiting furries, right? No. Oh. Just family. This is radically different then. Yeah, so this is like a total different thing completely. Like, hi. So how has it been so far? It's been a little bit tiring with the planes. Yeah? How long was your flight? One was three. The other was four. Seven hours in an airplane. That's not terrible. That's about as long as it takes to get to Orlando. Yeah. Yeah, but the first one was comfier. The second one, which was the largest amount of hours, was uncomfy. That can make it hard. Definitely. So when you talk to your friends, because you're obviously doing it online, do you feel, do you struggle with the fact that they're not there in person sometimes that you can't just be like, hey, I'm going to come over and we're going to, I need to talk. I just need an ear or something. Uh, we have a lot of Skype calls and I feel really happy when I'm talking to them. Sometimes, yeah, it would be awesome to just go like, hey, I'm going over. I really need to talk to you about this. But with the internet right now, it just feels the same. Just You just say, like, hey, I need to talk to you. You have a Skype call or, or be a text or anything, and they're there for you right away. So do you have people at home that you hang out with, like, that are... No, yeah, I have my best friends, and I have a lot of people. Have, they, you, have you... Go ahead, keep going. They basically know what a furry is. They sort of are. They just don't want to admit it. <laughs> Because whenever when I told him like about this trip right now that I was going to FC and everything, and he was like, "Oh my god, a furry, whatever," and I'm like, "You know, you're one too." And then he's like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> you know, for every five, you get a toaster. Mm-hmm. It's the promotion right now. Really, every five people you convert, you get a toaster. Is that what it is? Yeah, and since you were a missionary, you have like the flip charts for furry. Oh, this yeah. This is a sheath. And then the one. <laughs> and the get one your furry that says, card today. Says adultery on it. Yeah. Just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) Oh, that was horrible. Okay. So Do you so do you interact exclusively in English then? Or do you have do you have are there furries you know that you interact with in Spanish? No. Well, I I know a few furries. They're they're from Latin America, yeah, so we speak Spanish, obviously. Do you have a tail? No. (laughs) Do you want a tail? I don't know. Hmm. What furry accessories do you have? None. <gasps> but you have lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of drawings. We could say I, right? uh, yeah, I have a lot of drawings. We could say I have a lot of accessories since obviously we have a pet shop. <laughs> you don't wear those accessories. Well, unless it's a big dog, yeah, they kind of fit in a human. Oh, so you do wear them? Do no. you wear them outside? Oh, okay. Do you wear the cone of shame? No, the dogs do. I love the count of shame. <laughs> you did something bad. No. No, I didn't. That's not always the case. A lot of times it's there to protect the dog if they've just had surgery. Yeah, but sometimes the clients are stupid and they're like, oh my God, the poor dog. And then they take it out. Then the next day they have to bring the dog again because the dog bit open the, the, the surgery. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, "For that thing is for a reason. And they're like, but no, he looks sad. Yeah, now you have to open, you have to have surgery again. Now you're paying us more money, dummy. Yay for people. We love them. So, should we go on to our first break? I think so. Okay. <laughs> you are so random sometimes. I don't know where the button went. Today on For What It's Worth News. For Affinity becomes the subject of hot controversy. Dr. Phil becomes a furry lurker. And an award-winning movie with furry characters goes even bigger. And of course, upcoming conventions. Bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom, this is For What It's Worth News. Fur Affinity became a source of renewed controversy during the time of Further Confusion 2014 as a result of their announcement of Project Phoenix. 
As Flavor reports, the controversy arose when it was announced Zausch, who also is known as Adam Wan, was going to lead the user interface design of the site overhaul. Quote, Major controversy has shadowed Mr. Wan following the note leaks back in late 2010, which revealed a private correspondence where an individual went to Dragoneer to discuss the possibility of going public with their experiences of sexual abuses committed against them by Mr. Wan. In that correspondence, Dragoneer told the alleged victim they believed taking this action was not a good idea, as making public accusations would lead to public backlash about, against both the accused and accuser. The victim took that advice and did not go public. Only after the security leak did the public get a hold of these accusations. This has led to a push among some site users to leave the site for the competing art site, Weasel, with others opposed. <clears throat> Passions have run high on both sides, with one accusing the other of letting a popular get away with possible sexual abuse, and the other side calling their critics rumor-mongers who take action without solid proof. As the dust has settled, Flayra was able to determine no real negative effects on Furfinity's traffic numbers, but did find an increase in Weasel's traffic. Dr. Phil, who hosts a show of the same name, has been contacting members of the furry community to come on to his show, The Dr. Phil Show. This show shows those who have self-reported problems as the host leads an intervention-style format, asking them questions and inviting related experts on. We have been unable to locate reports of anyone who has accepted the invitation and have found at least one dozen posts asking everyone to avoid talking to the show producers. The Criterion Collection, a prestigious collection of movies which are painstakingly restored for preservation and high-definition release, has accepted the popular Fantastic Mr. Fox into its collection. Releases from this collection are often around double the price of a standard Blu-ray release and often involve the original director and creative team coming together to oversee the restoration and preservation efforts along with possible new commentary and liner notes. The acceptance of Mr. Fox into the canon marks the second animated feature to gain this honor. A release date for the Criterion Edition has not been announced at this time. Upcoming Conventions Texas Furry Fiesta is scheduled for February 21-23 to in Addison, Texas. Vancouver is scheduled for February 27th to March 2nd in Burnaby, British Columbia. The theme is Gateway to the Pacific. Fernal Equinox is scheduled for March 6th and 7th in Toronto, Ontario. The theme is Circus. The Biggest Little Fur Con is scheduled for March 28th to 30th in Reno, Nevada. The casino-based convention's theme this year is the 80s. The organizers of the Bay Area Brony Spectacular, also called BabsCon, have reached out to For What It's Worth to invite furries to visit their event and build bridges of friendship and finding common ground between the furry and brony fandoms. BabsCon is April 18th to 20th in Burlingame, California. From the FWIW News Desk, this is Tugs, bringing you the latest news from around the furry fandom. Stay tuned for the rest of our interview with Lil Chu, the game, and more. Hello everybody, this is Alan Southbelly90 from FA, also known as Direct King, and you're listening to Fire Wedding for It's now time for the next segment. Yay! So we're going to talk more about the arts. But before we do, we want to say thanks to Alan for the ident. Yay, Alan. Thank you Yay. for sending that in. So tell us more about your art. What kind of medium do you work in? Mm? What do you draw in? What do you use? Crayons? Basically, yeah. Crayons. <laughs> I have a big Crayola big box and I draw with that. Yeah, I'm the coolest kid. No, but basically I use my Wack and Sabertick. Basically I do everything digitalized. So, yeah, I work with vectors. Yay, vectors. Do you know what the difference is, Rue? No. From vector graphics to... Rasterized graphics? I, I, I do, but I don't know if I can give a really good definition. <laughs> do you want to explain? <laughs> okay. Basically, vectors, it allows Vectors are you mathematical to... formulas. Oh, okay. You Go can ahead. scale them. Yes. Rasterized is like if you ever try and blow up like a sprite image or something. It's all it's blurry. Blurry. That's because there's no math involved. It's just this is what this dot is. So it can't fill in the missing pieces. So in other words, do you use like Adobe Illustrator type thing? Yeah. Awesome. What else do you use? Basically, I work with the three programs. There are Illustrator, Photoshop, and Sci. <sighs> Sci? Yeah. Not that kind of paint tool, <laughs> paint tool, Sai. 
So, have you drawn with traditional media before? Like yeah. pencils and pens? Why did you choose digital? Because it's preferred. cleaner. It's cleaner. What are, I, see, do you I, like, the, I do you like a... the undo button? Isn't it awesome? Yeah. <laughs> you undo a lot. Yes. <laughs> you have seen my streams. It's like stroke undo, stroke undo. Do you have a feel for when you do that? Because I know that like you have a specific line style, but like, do you like do it three or four times? You go, okay, that feels good, or is it just only visual? Or how do you know? Basically, it's the feel. Like you know, it's gonna look good, or basically you have an idea in your mind, like how it should look, and you basically search for the most similar one. I'm just listening. <laughs> no, no, actually, actually, no. This is actually what I was thinking, and it has pertained to the, it. It has a little bit pertaining to the show. I was thinking, when was the last time that we've had an artist on the show? And of course, it was Marcy. But I was like thinking a little bit further back, and I'm like, you know, ah, I remember when they used to talk about art all the time on the show. So what is one of the things that they used to do is she used to give some sort of advice to artists. What would you recommend as far as some sort of advice that you would recommend to give to artists that are trying to, you know, trying to either hone their skills. Also, maybe you can go a little bit into commissioning, how to work with people, you know, different things like that. Basically... Don't spare the details. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, basically, you working with commissions, you have to be nice with people. That's the basic. Being nice with people, that's going to make the people happy. They're going to want to work with you more. Because there are some people that are kind of dry and just like, okay, this is this, and that's that. And then you get the art, and you're like, okay, I got something. And it's there. Are there pieces that stand out to you more when you're done with them than others? Yeah. Because I know, like, like, because you and I have talked, and I'm like, I like it when you put your heart into the piece, because you can tell, but... Are there, do you, do you feel those pieces come out differently? I mean, are there some pieces where you're more emotionally invested? Yeah, there's sometimes, like, all the ideas are great, but sometimes there are ideas that you kind of feel more connected with. And then that tends to show up. Do you, how do I say this? Um, do you like it when someone gives you a commission and says, just draw something you like? I basically don't. I've given you one. Yeah, but that tends to be a little bit problematic to some artists because sometimes you, when they tell you, like, okay, you have freestyle, you can do whatever you want, here's my character, do whatever you want. You're like, okay, but there's a problem because first, that's your character. I don't know the background story of the character, how it is, how your personality is. So it's really hard for you to just all of a sudden make something. And you know what? You're also afraid that they're not going to like it. Yeah, that's that's a thing. Basically, when they tell me that and I don't know the person at all, I end up just exploring their FA, just watching their favorites, looking what they have posted, reading everything to see if I get a grasp of the idea of how the person could be. What if ah, they... You go into a lot of work. That's really cool of you. A lot of artists would just be like, nah, nah, I, I, I'm busy. Because, you, you know, all that time that you spent, like, getting to know that particular individual just so that you could give them the perfect drawing, you know, um, could have been spent doing, like, three or four other commissions type yeah. thing. So I think that's cool of you. Yeah, basically, you got to draw something and you must... One thing that I say, you must like what you're drawing, not just drawing something because just make money. You must like what you draw. Because so, you, that, that you are an artist. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if you're drawing something that you don't like... It and basically, that's going to be your purpose. face also. That represents you. Even though that's a picture of somebody else, you're showing your art style. Exactly. Because, I mean, you know, they're going to show their friends. They're going to show... You know, that's kind of your advertisement. Mm -hmm. How do you come up with an art style? Because everyone starts with, you know, I can draw a line with a pencil and the shovel looks weird when I draw it in school. But how do you get to a good defined art style? Basically, we all do the same thing. You know, basically you like something, you start copying that art style, but then you see something on another art style and you sort of mixed it with the the previous art style. And then you keep drawing. And with practice and just having fun, we could say, you 
basically start coming out with an art style. So, <laughs> what? Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I was going to ask, oh, Tugs. Yes. Tugs, you end up um, saying um, that Lil Chu has, uh, has a particular art style. Thick and lines, yes. um, you're, you're saying that he um, kind of tends to do kind of like an anime type thing. Do you feel that it's kind of like an anime type style or how would you define your type of style? That's a thing I've been hearing a lot. Like people say like you have like, like a mixture of cartoons with anime. Like, you know, you mix them really together. Like it could come out as a cartoon, but it could come out as an anime as well. Basically, it's all because I've been taking things from both sides. So what about drawing or making art do you love the most? What gives you the greatest joy? Just drawing itself. It's an interesting question because every artist is answering that differently that I've asked that to. Hmm. Some people like the person's expression at the end. Some people just like the creation. Do you ever feel like you're out of creative juice? Like you're just like, Ugh, I'm not, I can't do this today. Yeah, I have those moments. Horribly, sometimes there has been meanwhile I'm streaming and I'm like, Okay, the first image I did okay. The second one I'm like, okay, I prefer to end the stream here rather than draw you a really bad picture because yeah. I know that sometimes I'm like completely artless. And you know, sometimes it happens. Like And that tends out to come out like whenever if you draw a ba uh normal drawing like a basic pose and everything, people are going to be like, eh, it's okay." That's not the reaction you want from your Client, we could say. So we've asked you about what... Microphone. What brings you joy as far as with art? What is something that doesn't bring you joy? What pisses you the fuck off? <laughs> something that pisses me off while drawing? Just, we could say having someone behind me <laughs> while I'm drawing. Why? I don't know. It's just... It's a sensation thing. Like some having someone over your shoulders and you're like, I don't feel like comfortable or free at all. But yet you do. But what I find interesting is you do a live show and technically that's like a whole bunch of eyes looking over your shoulder. I, I would tend to agree with him. There's no physical presence. There's no like sixth sense type of thing. Where you can, where you know that there's somebody behind you. Yeah, it's it's a digital thing. Where yes, you still have an audience, but there's no physical presence. Is that how you feel? Yeah, I agree with Koru. Because that's exactly how I feel. How do you deal with people who don't pay? What do you mean? How do I deal with them? Well, I mean, what happens when someone doesn't pay you? They for they, me they, they to stiff you on the check. That's impossible. Because for me to start with a drawing. I need to have the money first. Yeah, you've gotten smart about it. Because some artists don't. Some artists don't. Basically, yeah. okay, I do. I give you a, a pre-sketch. Pre it doesn't have, like, the facials or anything. Just, like, to show you how the pose is going to be. Also, I type you around how my details I want to focus on and everything. And then the person, if he agrees, he then pays me right away. And then I start drawing. Because that's another thing. Some artists tend to receive all the money and then they spend like a year to, <laughs> to, to do the drawing itself. I like only taking the money of one person at a time. That way, if there is a waiting list, okay, there's a waiting list, but I don't have your money. There's less pressure and commitment. Yeah, less pressure. And then also, I, it doesn't feel like I'm robbing or... Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think what happens is people tend to to bite more than they can chew. Mm -hmm. Ha, ha, chew, chew. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Lord help us. <laughs> He's not here right now. And Tugs has lusted. <laughs> Yay! So we're going to continue with the show, just me and you. <laughs> Shut up. Why did you say that? <laughs> Seemed appropriate. That's my job. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, the look you on need to face. stop that. Seriously. <laughs> we love you, Karu. Wow. Love Sounded like you were playing Hallelujah Underwater. 
Like the choir was drowning. <laughs> wow. It was the hallelujah chorus of the Titanic. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> anyway. So, since that you have completely derailed us... I was going to ask a question. How many pieces have you drawn total? Do you know? Hmm. That's... Total since when? Since you started taking commissions from the fandom. Basically, last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in the last year, how much do you think you've drawn? Let's see... I'm doing head math. Please wait a moment. <laughs> the symbols are flying about the room. Like in a... Is that's it like, asking, like 500 so far? That's like asking somebody, how many breaths have you taken today? No, 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 no. You don't <laughs> breathe like art. 500 or so? Yeah, like so 500. So you've got to do But he breathes like art. He does oh. it for a living. Uh, that's true. So I've, of the but five... But most of them are usually the live stream pictures. So yeah. How many emails did you answer today, Tux? <laughs> About six. Okay, okay. You got me there. I was going to say, so do you have any pieces that stand out as the ones that you remember? It's hard to say favorite because it's like your children, right? Yeah. But but are there pieces that you liked a lot that you had fun doing that you'll always remember? Sorry, no. Are you going to tell us or are they secret? No, they're secret. Oh. Well, they're I, was... secret. I don't want my kids fighting. I'm the favorite one. <laughs> That's a good. I like that answer. That is a good answer. There is sibling rivalry out there. All right. Well, what are your final thoughts on art? It's great. It's great. It's <laughs> great. It's awesome. Well, on art, basically, it's a way to express yourself. Just have fun and practice. That's how you get far with it. Because if you only practice and follow a book or just do it because God knows what reason, and you don't have the fun part, you're not getting anywhere. For what it's worth truly is driven by your letters, emails, voicemails, and more. The show would be a lot more boring without you. You make the difference. Here's how you can join in the fun. To comment on today's show topic, visit forwhatitsworth.com and leave your thoughts on the show notes page. You don't need to create an account to do so. Email the show at cast at forwhatitsworth.com for general comments. Rue at forwhatitsworth.com, Tugs at forwhatitsworth.com, and if you're lonely, Koru at forwhatitsworth.com can be used to contact a specific cast member. Voicemail is awesome, and you don't have to type. Call 469-44-FURRY and leave us a message. Long distance charges may apply. Send cookies packages, love, and nod bombs to P.O. Box 25394, Salt Lake City, Utah, 84125, United States. If you would like to remain anonymous, just let us know and we will keep it that way. Before sending items to the show, please be aware we cannot return them to you for safety reasons. If you have original music or art you'd like played on the air or displayed on the website, send it to music at forwhatitsworth.com. If you'd like to keep up between shows, check out our Twitter, at For What It's Worth, our Facebook page, or our Google Plus page. It's a great way to get your show fix and see what we're up to. And now, back to the show. Welcome back, and guess what, you guys? What? We're going to play... The game! The game! The game. Yay! Okay, I'm by. So, here are the instructions. We have these categories. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Denki Kang. Denki Kang! <laughs> Things Pokemon do at night. Okay, so here are your instructions. Ready? Okay. You are about to be asked 10 questions about your nemesis, Digimon. One point is given for a correct answer. No points if you fuck it up. <coughs> okay. You ready? So, question number one. What is the creative origin of Digimon? What do you mean? Where did it come from? Not the story, like, what product inspired Digimon? Bandai? That's the company. That's a company. So what product? Give me a product. Like a Tamagotchi? 
Are we going to accept the second guess? I'm. Look, we'll go to the we'll go to the judges. I would say yes because he may have been a little confused. That is correct. Tamagotchi for boys. Yep. How many anime series of Digimon have been created to date? He's squinting. He's he's doing finger math. I'm a little bit confused because I think the eighth one is a game and not a Digimon series. We're just talking about the cartoons. Yeah, they should be like seven. With Digimon Crossroads. Close. Six. 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 There is five, which I hate because the guy even didn't have the goggles. And then there's Cross, right? I don't know. I just wrote the game today. I don't know anything about Digimon, to be honest. Apparently, I know more than him. Yeah, I know enough to say, like, the fourth or whatever. Apparently, it's unwatchable or something. No, the fourth is okay. Because the they, fifth like, one is the weird one. Digimon, Digimon or something? Yeah, they morph. Okay. Really the, third, the third one is the best. All right, so we obviously have a lot of opinions in this room. Okay, so question number three. How many MMORPG titles exist in the Digimon universe? I don't own a PlayStation. <laughs> it's not the PlayStation. How many how many MMOs. Um, MMO RPGs? So that's like a internet thing? Yeah, how many internet online games? Like like where you go and play with people in the same room or whatever. Wow, there's such a thing. <laughs> how many? Let's give it a wild guess. Four. The answer is one. <laughs> Digimon Masters. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it fun? I don't know. I'm not in Korea. <laughs> Four. Which Digimon was Ty paired with in Digimon Adventure? That's the first series. Come again? So Ty, the character, had a uh, Digimon okay. of his own. Uh, Who was it? Agumon. That is correct. How many points are we at? Two. 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 Number five. How many Japanese Digimon movies were merged into one movie for the first U.S. Digimon movie release. Two? It was the story of the two Terrier Mons and then the movie? Three. Ah, the beginning, right? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah, there are three. I remember. Um, the first three Japanese movies were mer- merged together for the North American release. Basically, they show you like the origin of the of the kids. Then they show you the Terriermon twins story, and then there's the final movie. There you go. Question six: What is the name of the PlayStation Portable Digimon game? Digimon Adventure Zero One. That was a pretty good guess, but it's Digimon World. Digitalize. Redigitize. Redigitize. How can you mess this up? Wait, <laughs> that's the recent game, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Didn't you say first game? So PSP game. Oh. Number seven. Who owns the Digimon franchise? Which was the thing I said first, right? Bandai? I don't know. Ah. <laughs> that's awesome. In what year was the first Digimon toy released? 199! 1999, since Tug doesn't like saying a thousand. <laughs> 1997. Question number nine How many Digimon exist as of today? <laughs> That's a good question. So That's give us a good answer. <laughs> Let me say a random number. Let's say 353. Oh. <laughs> the is, answer is all of them. That is very wrong. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's very wrong, he said. It's 882. How many Pokemon exist? 700. Whoa. With, with X and I, don't, y. I don't remember the exact number now. I liked it when there was 151. It was so easy. It is. It's they still easy. Shut your face. There, there is actually a song with all of them now. Oh Haven't goodness. you heard it? No, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's actually hilarious because then 
the, it, they kind of mimic like the first rap song, but then they're kind of forcing the person to say them all. And then there's a point where they're almost like finishing it, and then there's like the guy like, "Can we stop?" And then the guy like, the guy is like, "Do you like your son?" Because he's like pointing a gun to the son, so, oh! he, so he can continue singing the thing. Oh, oh no! The only song that I can remember is "What Type of Pokemon." Okay, we're are done you? here. Let's move what on. Type Question of ten. Do you do? Okay, I have three points, right? Yeah. How many points does he have? Three. Three. Okay. What is DigiQuartz? Come again. I can't. What is DigiQuartz? <gasps> no. I have no idea. It's a location made of quartz, which exists between the digital world and Earth. Okay, Apparently, it's a place that you go to. It's like the subway in the Matrix. So that was the game. So what was his final score, Koru? Three. Yay! Three! <laughs> Three at points. least you didn't get zero. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> that's a pretty good score. No, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> All right. We've pulled the zipper down. It's time for the mailbag. Everyone <laughs> has this look of horror on his face. No! <laughs> no! What happened? He really likes her mailbag. Yeah. His what's, mailbag. What's wrong with the mailbag? Oh my god, you just said her mailbag. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um... At the moment, Rue is like completely red. Rue is um, Rue is dying. Over there. Are you okay? Uh, Do you want me to push so, the button again? Um, um, pineapples and ketchup. This is from Fuzzwolf. Hi, Thank Fuzz. you for emailing something so that I can segue to something else instead of commenting. Here we go. So he says, dear for what it's worth, I never thought it would happen to me. But I found something I agree with Rue on episode 15. Yeah, what? Meaning he generally disagrees with you. Are you serious? That's horrible. I say a lot of great things that are very, very, very true. <gasps> to Rue. Anywho, Hawaiian pizza is awesome. Ugh. And I totally put ketchup on my eggs. Ugh. Scrambled or fried. Yummy. Hoping that you, hoping to see you guys at FC Fuzzwolf. See you there. We totally will see you at the con, and me and you should go out and get some Hawaiian pizza. Good eggs with ketchup. Good goddamn Hawaiian eggs. What? Get pineapple on your eggs with coconut and ketchup. Just fuck it all up. I love it. Have you ever had eggs on your pizza? No, 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 no. There's no pizza involved. You just put pineapple on the eggs. No, 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 no. We can, we can do all of it. Pizza, no, 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 no. Eggs, I don't want you to have pineapple. any pleasure in this. I want you to just. And technically, we already have the ketchup because that's the marinara. What? Really? Actually, have you ever dipped pizza in ketchup? That is pretty good. You're just adding more Did you red just sauce. Ketchup on the marinara? Pizza. No, it's not. I know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but it's tomato paste. There you go. It's the same thing. Just kidding. Fired. No, I don't get the you're fired. You're you fired. You do now. Do you like what was rancheros? They're okay. You know, basically you're eating eggs with ketchup. I don't get huevos rancheros very often for that reason. I gotta be in a freaky mood. Oh, well, I'm just asking. Fuzz, Fuzz, I love you. You are a good listener. You are also wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, wow. You're so mean. No, I know, Fuzz. He's good. He's a good guy. Calling him. No, no, no! Look, look, look! Anyone who likes Hawaiian egg pizza, so good, is is wrong. It's, it's just wrong. It's nummy. No. It's nummy. No. It's good in your tummy. You know what else is? Do good? you like Hawaiian pizza? Sorta ish. Yay! Like pizza. Somebody kind of. No, likes you're Dominican. Hawaiian. That doesn't count. Wow, because I'm a tropical type person. Wow. 
No, no, you're supposed to like like food racism. Food racism. That's right. I'm racist against Hawaiian pizzas. <gasps> you're you're racist against Hawaiian people. Pizzas. Pizza. Pervert. So we have another email. Oh my god, this is the best mailbag ever. All right, this one has visual aids. Literally, Ooh. if you look at it, your eyes will have aids. No, um, there are pictures. <laughs> So it says, uh, oh, sorry, it's from Hazard. It says, hey, Rue, Tugs, Koru, and anyone else in the studio waves. They wave back. We're imaginally waving for you. It's Hazard DeBear again. I have a few things that are unrelated to the topic. We love it when people write in to the topic, by the way, or not to the topic. I've had so many people tell us, I don't want to email now because it's not part of the topic anymore. You could still do it because we'll still read it. Right, Rue? Yeah, we read pretty much... We almost, have read everything. Almost everything. Yeah, who almost. cares if you're late? Put it in. Sometimes we'll just have a whole episode where we just read emails. Or you can do a mail combo like I tend to do, and sometimes I'm like three episodes behind. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Just put it in. We will read it. It doesn't matter if you're late. Anyway, first off, I looked for Rue at the People of Walmart site and didn't see him. <laughs> I'm glad we had someone do that. But I did find a bunch of pictures of other furries with tells, which I did include in the attachments. The site is really just terrible, though. Reading some of these posts makes me shake my head. The people posting the pictures are just as bad as the people who shop there. And why can't people just get what they need and go home? Walmart is a store, for fuck's sake, not an amusement park. Although sometimes I wonder. Before or, I continue, or a zoo. Before or I continue, zoo. here are the visual aids. You're going to laugh. Oh my god, I don't know if this is a typo or not, but I'm, it's becoming part of our nomenclature. Any, like Any gay... Any gay. Yeah, I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh. Any gay. Is I like bursted out laughing at work. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any gay. On to what I really wanted to talk about. I've noticed that a lot of first struggle with depression and even suicides. I am among those people, although I've gotten much better since I started my fur meet group last summer. But I just spent the last few hours trying to talk to one of my group members out of committing suicide. Eventually he became hostile towards me, shut down, and just stopped replying to me altogether. I don't know him too well because he's only 15 and I can't attend one of my meets due to his age, so I'm having a hard time helping him. I'm pretty bad at it, actually. I'm pretty sure I only made things worse. And he's not the first person I've had to talk to about these things. There are so many furs in the fandom that struggle with depression and suicidal thoughts or tendencies. Why do you think this is? How can we help these guys? I don't know what to say without making the situation worse. Is there anything that can be said, or do they just do this for attention? Less I... Also, I wasn't expecting you to read my Black Friday comment on the air. I was just putting my opinion out there, and it was too big of a post for Twitter. Well, I hope you guys have a great New Year so far. I'll try to send some email about the topic, too. Sincerely, Hazard. Thank you. I don't think suicide is particularly unique to the fandom. I don't think it's at all unique. We don't have a particularly higher tendency, as far as I know, to have those problems. It's it's just being a, a teenager and also being an adult and struggling with problems and the honest truth is if you are really having problems you should go seek medical attention in the form of psychotherapy psychologist find someone to talk to but you know if it's truly causing you to have functional issues where you're thinking about killing yourself it is time to reach out for help and it's hard and you will cry um, but it's it's worth it because you can work through your problems. Yeah. I have my opinion, but I think that my opinion would be not taken very well. <laughs> Why, um, do you get mad at people who... Oh, like, I, oh, get, I get really upset at those people. Well, like, it's a selfish thing. It is the most selfish thing that you could ever do is end your life so then everybody else around you has to pick up the pieces of your... of you doing that. That's, that's such a horrible thing that you could put upon other people. Like, I just, I understand if you're going through problems, if you're going through issues, seek help, please, so that you're not going to hurt somebody that you actually, that actually loves you and that actually cares about you. And if you don't feel like that somebody actually cares about you, there is somebody that actually cares about you. And maybe, you know, there's just something that's blocking your view of being able to actually see that, that there is somebody there. And I understand that you come from different walks of life. I mean, I understand that there's some people that come from a come from having a full family. There's some people that come from not having a family at all. Uh, I understand that, but there is good in this life that it is worth living for. Don't end it. 
What do you think about people's claim that suicide is just to get attention? I don't know. I know they've done studies on it, and I don't have any offhand if that's actually true or not. I will be honest with you. I know that there are some people out there that do use it as an attention getter. That they basically, they're having a crappy day, and they're wanting attention. They want somebody to tell them that, you know, hey, I love you. And for some reason, it's gotten to the point in their life that that is the only way that they feel that they can get that affection from somebody to actually pay attention to them and say, I love you, or I care about you, or we're here for you. There's no shame in reaching out for help. Any thoughts, you guys? No? I totally agree with Ruth. We have one more email. Okay. Thanks for the email, by the way. Oh, well, before we move on to that email... I do want to make some comments on, on the these pictures. Around. First of all, this one photo has this girl that has a tail that is longer than her. Like, completely longer. Like, double the size. And it is so poofy that it is the size of her. And she's dragging it around in Walmart. That's, that's a little bit too big. Oh, I wish I had a cycle music button. <laughs> Um, and then there's this one person that's a six-tail fox, which I can understand that. But I, I have to say, if you have much. six tails hanging off of your ass, how the, what kind of belt are you using? One made of, like, titanium? I don't know. That's heavy! Just... Yeah, how do you wipe? How do you go clean <laughs> to dirty on this one? Okay, anyways, I'm going to move this along so you can make your comments on these pictures. And I'll read the last email, which is right here from LitFox says Dear Rue, Tugs, and Koru I really enjoyed your episode on the 2013 recap and resolutions for 2014 In reaction to the topic I have only one goal for this fine new year I will try to become more active in the fandom such as going to a con Any suggestions for a con this year? Yes Also thank you for your commitment on the show and I hope you're able to fulfill your new year's goals Sincerely LitFox I'd like to suggest Rain First to you This is the first time I'm suggesting RF before FC let the record show, which is a big deal for me because I've gone to 11 FCs. Um, I know. Uh, if you can go to FC and you can't go to RF, it's also a good alternate. I want to say Anthrocon. No, uh, here, I will be honest with you. I honestly recommend that if you're going to go to your first time convention, I personally recommend don't go for the biggest. Go for something that's a little bit smaller that's medium size yeah intimate that way you can get to know people and different things like that then you're not just that's why lost in a sea of people that's why i say rainforest rainforest is medium size yeah it didn't work for me my first con was very small and it was very terrible Hmm. see it depends on what you want do you want to have a chance meeting a lot of cool people or do you want to minimize those chances but have a lot of time with one person if you find them yeah pros and cons that's true it is true. I don't know, Chu. What would you recommend for a first con? I don't know. I was kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're going to this one, Philip. Whether you like it or not. All of a sudden, I'm in Utah. <laughs> well, that's it for the mailbag. Ready? Oh, oh! No. I do have one more thing, real quick, for you. So you have now been on our show. You have listened to our show. Yes. You're a fan of our show. So. Sorry to- so I was just going to ask you, like, how was it? How was it being on the show? or how Was, um, it, was it good for you? Was it good for you? Was it okay? Yeah, it was amazing. Do you need a rag? Actually. A what? A rag? Do you want to clean up a little towel, maybe? No. Was it everything that you expected it was going to be? Are you sticky? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. That's terrible. No. Even though this is the couch that you guys say that everybody sits. Everybody. It's okay. You are now in a relationship with all of our guests. <laughs> Aww. You now Except have Marcy. You, you now have butt aids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this no. pleases me. <laughs> but no, yeah, the show was amazing. It was great being in the show, being with you guys. It's nice to see how everything is done. <laughs> so much less majestic than you thought. <laughs> Did you like expect to like enter upon this cookie temple? That was <laughs> no, and I was to be sitting upon this cookie throne. No, just kidding. <laughs> you have been healed. Yay! <laughs> He's now can leave the studio complete. 
All right, so if you like today's show, please leave a comment on our comments page because comments are good and make it look like people go to our website. And send us emails. Yay, we Yay. like them. You know what I'm going to do this episode that I haven't done the last two? What? Put in fire breath telling people how to get a hold of us. I've been doing that. <laughs> Keep forgetting. Oh, I'm getting the point. <laughs> hey, hey, I just failed in front of the whole internet. You are a bad, bad puppy bear. Bad, bad puppy bear. Go to your corner. Yep. <laughs> I don't have a corner. You're right. It's full of stuff everywhere. Just kidding. <laughs> Is there any other housekeeping before we go? The um, next episode's topic. Live next episode. episode's topic. Okay, so here's how this is going to work. There will be this episode. Then there will be the For What It's Worth live recording from FC, which by then will be old and stale, but it'll be new to you. Then there will be the accessories episode that we couldn't do last time, and it became the lost episode. The lost episode. Yes. So we're doing accessories next time, then? The next time we're in studio, but that's two episodes, two releases from now. So if you haven't sent your emails about accessories, you can go ahead and send that to us. Yes. If some way that you hear this... Which I know that you won't, but they will. You're, you're. I'm crying out to you. Help us with the, um, the live show. You're definitely not going to hear this in time, but in spirit, I know that you're listening. <laughs> Way to waste the thirty seconds of MP3 for that. <laughs> you can edit it out. <laughs> no, no, I know edit. <laughs> All right. Any other housekeeping? I think that's it. Good, because I am super hungry. This has been Rue. This is Tugs. And Kuru. And the guest. Wait, say your name. <laughs> Little Jew. And this has been For, For What, what it's, it's Worth. worth. Oh, did you get it right? Yes, he did. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs>